0: Stev is cooking.
1: Hi there, welcome to the newly named Bev with Stev pod, just pod, all the cool people call it pod. Today's episode is episode 12 and we're going to be in the middle of a bustling borough market talking to Lucy who is a cakeologist, cakeographer. I'm um, going to be doing a hot new game called Chuck or Mary which is about Mary Berry and Chuck Berry which is the best thing I've ever created um, and then we are going to Lincoln's Inn Fields to have some pizza and wine with a lady called Sarah Eccles and also talk cakes with her, you'd have to wouldn't you with that name um, who is about to leave the country and her job and start anew so that's quite interesting to me um, so we're talking cakes, I don't know if I've mentioned that cakes, cakes so, um, write in your questions to Mahoney in the Moment at gmail.com. Nothing much is different apart from the name. Abev with Stev. I thought the Stev Mayo show was a bit weird because my name's not Mayo and blah, blah, blah. And I'm usually having a drink whilst doing this. If this doesn't sound very good, it's because I'm doing it on Apple headphones. One of the worst products in modern history. As we talk in April 2017. Happy Easter and um, see you in a bit.
2: brand new recipe. I got a hot rod Ford and a two dollar bill, and I know a spot right over the hill. There's soda pop and the dancing spree. So if you want to have fun, come along with me. Say, hey, good looking, what you got cooking? About cooking something up with me
1: We are in borough market it's sunny it's quite hot right it's warm. tropical. maybe 60 degrees so it probably means it's gonna rain in england Paradise. it's not a cloud in the sky and in front of us we have scones what is that
3: caramel brownie
1: A caramel brownie mm. butter which i thought was white chocolate and i tried to pick up a latte and what's that you've got
3: um a chocolate latte
1: yeah, it's more not, a, than that. not a mocha. Coconut milk.
3: Because that it's made with coconut milk. Yeah. Because um, with my dairy-filled brownie, I thought I'd go with a non-dairy milk option. Okay. Because I'm a living contradiction.
1: Okay. But you, we, so basically, we're dicks, right? And um, but I'm not having any. I'm drinking milk, regular milk from a cow. Um, this is really important because I've changed the name of this podcast right oh. this is now called A Bev with Stev what do you a think of that yeah.
3: I like it I'm doing it I like it it's
1: working well my name's not Mayo and I had this weird I've explained it before it's boring if you're listening but A Bev with Stev what do we think of that I'll try for one episode I built up a lot of followers thousands of people around the world you know all of my Google stuff is gonna get messed up now my iTunes rankings you know I'm really pushing Russell Brand and the other person these cereal people and all that so um right so bev with stev and we're here today with lucy do you work for this market we're in the middle of
2: I, I do
3: work for the market that we're in the middle of yes
1: and the views expressed in this has nothing to do with borough market nope. nothing to do with the tramps that have been asking us for stuff because we look like millionaires because we're eating cakes at four in the day and lucy is a chef baker what who are you
3: i'm a really keen home cook who bakes incredible cakes No professional training, though.
1: That's like me. I'm an untrained musician and podcaster. Look how far we've got.
3: Exactly. Living the dream.
1: (laughs) Okay, so it might be a bit noisy, but we're going to dive right in. When are we going to talk about your book? I didn't factor that in. Is this available online?
3: Yep, it's available on Amazon.co.uk and cakeography.net.
1: Wow, so it's called Cakeography by Lucy Charles. Beautiful cover. So what cake is that on the cover for when people Google it? Pad Thai. Pad Thai. So that's a Thai cake. Yeah. Is that what you're into?
3: Yeah, I love Thai food, and it's inspired by the essential uh, salty, sweet, sour flavours that you get in a and one more that you get in pad Thai. And it's inspired by the ingredients you use. So it's tamarind and lime and chilli and peanuts. Yeah. And believe it or not, they come together to make. An amazing cake, and that was one of the first ones I experimented with. The the book all kicked off, inspired by some travelling that I did, and I came back and I'd been to Thailand and I was in love with everything. A Thai man. Everything about Southeast Asia, and that was one. Did you
1: have a Thai boyfriend?
3: I didn't have a Thai boyfriend. No, I had a very patient English boyfriend back here. No Thai boyfriends. Yeah. and are
1: all of the cakes similarly quirky like that? It's, they seem quite traditional apart from that.
3: No, well, there's different... It's arranged in, in um, continental... Oh, yeah,
1: Europe. Okay, so you've yeah, got
3: Devon so cream. All the continents that I've been to, which is not all of them. So book two, everyone, account for book two. Or podcast two. Podcast two. It's, so you've got you've got Europe, which is mainly tastes of home, childhood, memories, things that remind me of my mum and dad, like favourite chocolate bars when I was little. And then you've got Asia, which is... Uh, a lot large section of sort of asia that i covered on these travels and yeah. was it so it gets a little bit wacky that's the wackiest one probably australia features in there as well which is kind of really cool like australian food is you know it's like a bit ahead of us
1: i went there and it wasn't cultural enough for me i had a guitar oh, I and i was looking for ladies and everyone else had flip flops and wanted to go swimming with like ostriches or whatever where were you sydney and melbourne i did like melbourne
3: Melbourne. Now, I only was in Melbourne.
1: So we're in a zoo right now, aren't we? What is that? It's
3: a bird scarer. Okay. Naturally.
1: You're so English, right? You work in Borough Market. You bake...
3: I am actually... Re- yeah, I'm actually really English. I have an American friend who does... Has on more than one occasion told me to stop being so...
1: British. Well, you we were both being British when we got here. We were indecisive about the tea we were going to get. Yeah. We, I said it's probably going to rain because it's so nice today.
3: Yeah. And Eternally yeah. pessimistic. And
1: we're talking about how fat we are or whatever when we're not. And we had no change for peasants. <laughs> so it's very English. <laughs>
3: With uh, the English dream. step.
1: Who did the photos for this?
3: Was it you? No, uh, a brilliant photographer called David Griffin, who lives in Cornwall. So we shot it in his studio down in Cornwall.
1: So don't worry, I'm... Yeah, we're in Borough Market. We're not in the Amazon. Um... It's kind of cool, right? Yeah. So what are the main... I don't know anything about. I don't cook. I'm a dick. I don't really. Emily does all the cooking. I can make a really good sandwich.
3: That's, I mean, that's an important skill.
1: Yeah, and life I... Life
3: skill right there.
1: I can't even make cocktails and I worked at Diageo. Well, I can, but I'm just not interested <laughs> in creating... Oh I will be maybe.
3: Food. Just not interesting creating. I love eating it, but
1: I'm too impatient when I'm hungry to cook.
3: Okay yeah, uh, fine. So what's your go-to then? Like if you if you're left to your own sandwich sandwich every time. <laughs>
1: or like, oven food, really bad i'm so than- sorry better than or eat out i'm a high flyer
3: oh <laughs> eating out is fine eating out is fine you get lots of exposure well,
1: that's it's- why new york worked for me because yeah. you- nobody has to cook anything and me and emily didn't the first couple of years we we're together no
3: one cooks anything in new york tim just spent two weeks there and he was like oh it's so much better you go out you get coffee and a bagel you go get some nice lunch you go home you look up what do i want i want some really nice sushi i'm just going to get it to my flat great yeah. apartment sorry apartment
1: i used to deliver fish and chips Did you? to um british yeah i've lived the british existence as well only when you go to another country you realize how kind of uh, british you are i think i work for this place called tea and sympathy yes
3: yes you know it you tell me about that so i looked it
2: up yeah
1: so and i used to deliver fish and chips for the there's, so there's tea and sympathy assault and battery which is a really good name and then um carry-on tea and sympathy where we sold sweets for like two dollars like so a crunchy was really big in there
3: oh okay yeah yeah like
1: 15 boxes of crunchies a week
3: imported Cadbury stuff but that's like here the places where you can only get like Reese's cereal or you can only get certain types of M&M's and it's like six quid for 30 grams and people love
1: it well since then like globalisation has really happened right you can get Reese pieces or emergency and over there you can get Barocca or dairy milk or you know yeah. HP sauce.
3: There's something I don't like about that, though. No, I kind I of like, like the either. sacred nature of having something only only being able to have it there. makes it special. If you can get everything all the time, yeah. it, nothing is special. And
1: I think there's a generation now, Generation Z or whatever they are, why? That you can't tell who they are. You can't tell if they're American or English or Venezuelan or whatever. Right.
3: No identity. There's probably some that are still okay, but it's, it's going that way. And we are it, Generation
1: he can't park there, can he?
3: Well, this is a tricky one. Double reds. No, not a chance. Double yellows. I think they give you 10 minutes grace. But the, the wardens around here, I'm telling you, they are something else. No, no. They like live in the walls and they just come out as soon as a no, car parks. No, I
1: driving. Do you drive?
3: I do drive, yeah, but not in central London.
1: Oh, yeah. Where do you live? Do you live a bit out? Yeah.
3: I'm, I'm in the... Don't need the address. ...steps in zone three.
1: Don't trust my audience. Let's play a song. I mean, I've got some cake songs. How about actually to get it off to a good start? What about Sugar Pie Honey Bunch by The Four
3: Tops?
4: Perfect.
1: No, I don't think that's the title. I
4: don't think. No,
3: like... I'm actually terrible at music. Uh, when I hear it, I know it, I like it. Oh, I love this song. Yeah. Taking in and, and retaining names of songs and names of bands or individuals that go with that sound that I like, not good.
1: So this is The Four Tops, see you in a bit. Mm-hmm. Welcome back The Four Tops That's a really An upbeat song right So I need to be More upbeat um, <laughs> Is it? I rang someone Earlier and they went Is it really Alright today Oh, They knew You
3: can hear it on the
4: phone
1: That's the second time The Four Tops Are on the show Actually Not on the show But I played them <laughs> The other time Was the song Back to School At the beginning Of Grease 2
3: Oh. Seen Grease 2? I have seen Grease 2. I don't know if I've ever bothered to watch it all the way through. I feel like it comes yeah, on TV. There's a cut off. You see a bit, you lose interest. Mm. You see a different bit, you lose interest. It's just not. Michelle
1: specific. Pfeiffer's first film.
3: Was it? I didn't know that.
1: She was only like 20.
3: Not not the best though, was it? She it was wanted a cool no, rider. There was no grease.
1: And no, it's <laughs> got <laughs> its own charm.
3: That's a nice analysis of it. So
1: yeah, <laughs> I am a positive guy, see? I see the charm in everything. So what are the main ingredients in any cake?
3: Well, butter, flour, eggs and sugar is a good start.
1: So if I get those ingredients and just, uh, you know, curly-whirly, I could make a cake? Uh,
3: if you get them in the right quantities, you can make a cake, yeah. I
1: mean, we're about to, it sounds like we're about to be put into, like, a food mixer ourselves.
3: Yeah, it does, it does. Oh, oh. This is the ambient sounds of the market. Yeah. That's how I sell the space here. It's the charm of the area. Anyway.
1: So to test me, eggs, flour, sugar, and what was it? Milk? Butter. Fucking hell. I hate butter as well, that's why.
3: You can use other fats, though. Like, okay, if you're making a carrot cake, oil is the fat, generally, okay. not butter. And you can make you can make fatless sponges. They didn't last very long. But you can make fatless sponges. You can make sugar-free cakes. You... You can. People do make eggless cakes now. Mainly for religious reasons. I've never made one. What's
1: a religious cakes. reason by not you having eggs?
3: I think it's I don't I don't exactly No, but I know that there are certain sexist of society that don't eat eggs. Maybe. It's not just veganism, I don't think. I think it's a
5: religious thing.
1: I'm starting to wonder if doing a podcast in Borough Market is a good idea for audio quality. All my fans in America, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Hong Kong, um, Uganda. Iceland, you can enjoy the real atmosphere of Borough Market. Any filming here recently? Bridget Jones 7 or anything filming in here?
3: (laughs) No, we did have the latest Bridget Jones one here. Nothing really exciting recently. We're looking at something for um, next month at the moment and I think that we have got a big feature film. No, no, I don't think. We have got a feature film filming here next month. And all I'm going to say is that there's going to be rain involved. They're going to make it rain. Okay, right. Probably won't need to make it rain, will no. they? So, no. If our well, outlook is letting things go by. Well,
1: there's a roof on Borough Market, isn't there?
3: Well, there's several roofs on Borough Market. Depends where you are.
1: Yeah. Maybe we should be talking about Borough Market. Should we talk about it for a minute? What's your favourite dish in there at the moment? Ooh. Can you say that as an employee or whatever? Or...
3: Yeah, like, you can say it. You have favourite things. You, I mean, it depends what mood I'm in. Like, Okay, I, say you're
1: hungover. Say tonight we go out and have ten drinks, and tomorrow what would you have for breakfast here?
3: Oh, then, if you're going for breakfast, you should go to Maria's Cafe in okay. the middle and just get, like, a proper bacon sandwich. Okay. Not a posh bacon sandwich. Yeah. A proper bacon sandwich. What What sort of bread? White sliced bread, you know. White bread? White okay. slice. Brown sauce? Uh, I'm a ketchup person. Are you? Yeah. What does that
1: mean on that
3: Oh, I don't know. That's the majority. Are you a brown sauce person? Brown, yeah. Interesting. Like my women. Do you know the? Other- <laughs> Do you know the other thing I really like with bacon vinegar? I'm like a sprinkle a bit of. Vinegar well, you're a already. cook, right? So tell me where it's at. These are good tips. That's actually from my dad. I don't know where that comes from. It's odd. But I like anything pickled and, yeah, and sour. That kind of yeah. just go home hungry. Is there gherkins in the fridge to eat them? Do
1: you want to go to like a pickle festival?
3: Yes. Is there one?
1: Oh, well, let's start one. We could me and you could do because stuff like there's that. It's
3: a festival for basically everything in London, right? Yeah,
1: that's annoying. Right?
3: So a pickle festival's gotta crop up at some time.
1: Let's go back to the questions, because so I've got quite a few. What's the best cake you've ever tasted?
3: Oh, that is so can I say one of my own?
1: Yeah.
3: I mean that's a really hard that is like
1: It's a Mara taste, but it's your taste. <laughs> You, it's not that this is the best but cake.
3: Like, I like love all... I mean, I think some of my cakes are awesome.
1: Okay, obviously. so what's, what's the one?
3: Right, but then but then they're like, it's like my kids. It's like I've got 70 kids. Have you got kids? Yeah, no, I've got no kids. I've got some that I'm less bothered about, but... Like, right, condensed milk. Okay. Do you like condensed milk?
1: Now what babies have?
3: No, I think babies just have, like, real milk. (laughs) Because condensed milk... I don't know. Condensed milk is actually full of sugar, so probably babies shouldn't have it. Okay,
1: so what's that? Is that a cake, or what's that? No,
3: but, like, uh, I love condensed milk, and they are really liberal with their use of it in a lot of things in, like, Asia. So, and, like, Vietnamese coffee is just, like, iced coffee with condensed milk or a version of so i made like a cake that's just a really like hit of coffee in the sponge and then like a a, a frosting which is essentially butter whipped with condensed milk and so that's a dream but so your
1: your specialty is the thai one right
3: the pad thai one that's probably one of my favorites yeah and that's the one that i took i took that down to the photographer david to like sell the concept with him and convince him that he should work on this book with me
1: so if you had one if you had a stand here at borough market on a sunday and you had to sell one cake would it be the thai one?
3: Might be the Thai one, yeah. What it's
1: one do difficult. you think would sell the best? It's a
3: difficult hook, though, because you've got to think, like, people look at it and they go pad thai. And, they, and some people are very open, and London is the best place to be for people to being open to, like, mash or fusion. Yeah. But, like, I'm from Devon, yeah. you know. If you put a, you know. You
1: are so English. Pad
3: thai. Did
1: you milk cows when you were growing up as well? Or
3: I think I probably did milk a cow at one point. Yeah. Cruelly. Did you? How'd you do
1: it? well I mean I about <laughs> make a wanking gesture <laughs> yeah can
3: well, I just get a prop please Um I think I probably did
1: yeah? ask him he looks well hung oh by the way what's this place called Rabo.
3: Rabo. I what I it's
1: called Rabo, actually Rabo. I was this
3: debate like, Raybot I Raybot it's like 1765 there's some numbers involved but I never remember. so
1: we've had their scone we've got a chocolate brownie lattes and stuff why don't you get one of your cakes in here don't,
3: aren't you their boss? No, Borough Market is their landlord, but I'm not their boss. Like, I mean, no. You could pull the
1: boss up. card. Have you got? A, have you got a badge or something?
3: I've got. A, I've got a blank entry card. That's really super helpful, isn't it?
1: Well, just write like,
3: boss like I'll walk around that. the market and I'll say to people, like, please don't smoke at smoking Market, and they look at me like, who is this tiny little person telling me off? Like, so you're quite, is quite this authoritative. Is to be a stroppy member of the public picking on me. My uh, right, boss on that. that I'm. Is. I'm bossy, you could say. Are you? yeah
1: if your life were a cake which cake would it be so far
3: mm. maybe the cream tea cake
2: okay. it's
3: a lot of devon
2: okay
3: Devon's a big part of my life or there's a there's a one based on an actual chili as well with like a bit of bacon in it and chili and chocolate punchy i think it would be a punchy cake
1: our friends, um, Megan and Troy, they run in America, in New York, they run a donut place and the most popular donut has a rasher of bacon on it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So it's sweet and salt. <laughs> it is. People thing. love it. Like maple bacon cupcakes have like really taken off. Like I entered a competition once actually and I got really stitched up. I swear I started the maple bacon thing in London. Oh really? Yeah. Someone else basically took a better photo, and I think that's why they won, and I actually... What, of your cake? No, of their own cake, but they were like seven entries behind me. Okay. Just saying.
1: Should we get a no parking sign here?
3: What, can it just... Yeah,
1: just write on one of these napkins. Go fuck off. He's roast hog, so he's delivering... our
3: traders. Is
1: it good, the roast hog?
3: I haven't had it.
1: Oh yeah, so back to Bower Market. So what is the best dish in here at the moment?
3: Uh, I think you've got to go... Okay, for meat, you've got to go to Gourmet Goat for pasta, Latua pasta. If you just want a a great sandwich, you, Gastronomica.
1: Gastronomica? Sounds like a brothel.
3: Gastronomica. Oh, Gastronomica, don't listen to this and be offended. You're nothing like a brothel. You do fine sandwiches.
1: Gastronomica? Yeah, they're
3: Italian. Italian. And it's like delicious ciabattas filled with like lovely meat cheese grilled vegetables whatever and they do piadinas as well which like when
1: are we going to meet here and have uh, some food with emily and your fella
3: yeah he's not an
1: axe murderer is he he's all right
3: not that i know of yet you know there's time always but no you never really
1: know someone really know someone survival instincts
3: he seems all right
1: how do they buy this book is it on amazon yeah how much is it
3: £20, RRP. Have
1: you got it on softback yet? Yeah?
3: Paperback? No, paperback. I don't like paperback cookbooks.
1: But you know, Amazon take a chunk, don't they? So they if people want to buy this book, have you got... So they can email you or you got a website?
3: Email me. I've got my website, which is cakeography.net, which gives you some free recipes if you want to sample some. Mm. But I'm pleased I did it. It's a good life tick. We need to go and do things like the hackney village fair yeah and the bermondsey street festival and stuff and i probably need to get out there probably need to give people some free cake and sort of bribe them to buy the book this summer yeah but it takes a lot of time and it's not like
1: music or films is it this is timeless it's you could timeless. you could decide to start flogging this in five years time
3: i think so <clears throat> i think so because food goes in trends and there are some things in here which will hook onto a trend but generally this is not people are always going to want to eat cake right and you're thinking about a sequel. I'm not really considering it seriously. I need to do a lot more... I need to kind of, like...
1: But travel made you do this rather than...
3: made me do this. There was always, like, a... I always used to joke about writing a book, but it was genuinely a joke. And then when I sort of my toys out the pram with life and took myself away for a while then this happened afterwards i just came back and i was so full of ideas and inspired by people i'd met and things i'd seen and i'd eaten a lot of food that i'd never eaten before and then i just decided i basically said to my brother i don't want to die without doing this Hmm. and he was like well decision made
1: you weren't about to die you're still here right
3: about to die at all i get some
1: bad doctor advice
3: quite dramatic no i'm just melodramatic
1: well sarah who we're going to interview in part two of this episode she is about to do that to venture on a new chapter i've done it as well and nothing but good come of it
3: yeah nothing but good. yeah all cliches apply best thing i've ever done it's not like i went away and found myself i probably still need to do that but i found a lot of great stuff and some great people you don't think you found yourself uh, I think I think you're still finding yourself, don't you? Like, how old do you think you've got to be to have found yourself? I think you want to be a bit older. I'm 31, right? Yeah. I think you've got to be, like, just so I'm getting there. You're from 86? Yeah. Vintage year. Was it? Well, yeah. Was
1: that the Rick Astley year? <laughs> I
3: <don't
1: know. laughs> No, I think from 86 was a, was not good year. compared to 85. Who was number one when you were born? Oh we'll play God,
3: it. I don't know it.
1: Well, let's look it up. Who? Google. What's your birth date? can see that girl's hairy legs from this view that's good isn't it oh wow yeah so come so this is the first table here at robot what's it called this place
3: rabo 70 1970 i'm just going to get into the road
1: but see when you go traveling you kind of realize that people can have hairy legs if you want that's living up to a standard that you don't really isn't it people can have
4: 45
1: is that when it was founded
3: might be something to do with the um chocolate estate in st
1: lucia you seem to know more than you let on (laughs) what's that about right what's your date of birth oh well
3: it's actually
1: second of may falco rock me amadeus right let's just go through the number ones of 1986 and we'll pick one (laughs) shaking Stevens, merry christmas everyone it's not gonna be that i I won a shaking Stevens dance contest once
3: did you and i love christmas actually
1: me too but it's not christmas i mean that would be confusing pet shop boys west end girls
3: oh okay yeah contender what else Uh aha
1: the sun always shines on tv no I'm going to look through them and tell you which one I think should win.
3: Madonna.
1: We've never had Madonna, oh, but I don't really like... it re- must have been a
3: long time, wasn't it? That really,
1: Lady been- in Red, yeah. True Blue by Madonna. I don't really like True Blue. House Martins. Jackie Wilson. Um... Papa Don't Preach Wham Edge of Heaven which one was that? I don't know
3: sing it you should
1: sing it Diana Ross Chain Reaction
3: Billy
1: Ocean when the get gets tough do want- yeah do you know one of the first songs I I might have bought this in some way was Cliff Richards and the Young Ones with Living Doll you ever heard that? Rick Mail's one of my favourite comedians
3: Ah. Oh. And, you know,
1: I was alive in 1986 and this was a big song for me because they make like, I was a kid. You were doing dance
3: routines. Yeah,
1: so they were making fart noises on the song and it was funny. So let's play that. Cliff Richard. Oh God, Cliff Richard. <laughs> wow. For, um, little known fact for people at home, my mum was going to call me Cliff. So thank God for my dad. Um, <laughs> Living Doll, here we go. With the great Rick Mel and Aid Edmondson and the other two.
0: Look everyone, he's coming through the doors. Brilliant! He didn't even open them! He's here! Wait, wait, build a speech. Hey kids, stop smogging and pay attention to me! Because if you're a wild-eyed loner standing at the gates of oblivion, then hitch a ride with us! Because we're on the last freedom moped out of nowhere city! And we haven't even told our parents what time we'll be back! So, pull on your dancing trousers and get down to the total and utter king of rock and roll!
4: Cliff Richard! Got myself a crying, talking, sleep and walk living down. Got to do my best to please it, Jessica. She's a living doll rule than I am that is why she satisfies my soul I got the one and only walking talking living dog okay guys ready Vince completely ready when you are shaky
0: Neil does anybody know where the toilets are Mike does all this money really
4: have to go to charity That's yes, Michael hi Cliff it's me who are you Oh, great joke your majesty got myself crying talking Sleep and walk and live in the doll live and doll Got to do my best to please Just cause she's a Living doll Living doll I got a rolling eye And that is why She satisfies my soul Fies, Fies my soul my soul got Yes, Vivian It's haunting Shut up, guys What doll. does this button do? Take a look at her head well, it's so real, and if you don't believe what I say, just feel me. Don't her up in a truck. Ah! So no bung, steal her away from me. Get, Get down. down okay. Crying, walking, sleeping, hey, Cliff! Walking, I'm just inventing a great you son! Got to do the best to please Just cause she's I've Untied your legs baby Settle down chaps Got her over an eye And that is why She satisfies my soul I, I got, got the one And only walking, walking Talking Living,
0: living Okay daddy-o Lay the next fucking bit on me He means what happens now The instrumental break Man, still
2: wants to break. Right. Piano. Violin. Did Jerry you you? do? Vivian's phone. Rick's head. Yeah. Um. Uh, Neil's head. And Cliff's head. No. No.
4: Oh. We'll take a walk at her hair. It's real. If you don't believe what I say, just feel. going to lock her up in a son. So no big hunk can steal away from
0: me. But I still feel the locking girls in Trump is politically unsound. It's only a song ring. Well,
4: I feel sorry for the elephant. Come on, right? Crying, talking, sleeping, walking, living, going up. The- do my best to please her Just cause she's a Living doll Oh my God's harmony's now gone God will deny her That is why she said Dispice my, my soul I you got the one, one and only
0: Uh, yes, thanks, Cliff. Bye. Right, kids, if you don't buy this record, then you're an utter 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 utter. utter.
1: Living Doll, there it is. Thank you to the young ones, but Bottom was better. Seen Bottom? Bit young for that?
3: No, I have, I have, I sort of remember it, but I've never really watched it. Was never really. Probably am a bit young, yeah.
1: One of my favourite English things. When my brother watched it. He's an 81. Okay, yeah. So, one of the best things about Britain for me is when Rick Mayle used to say,
3: Bastard. Complete bastards! Yeah, I mean, I've seen, I've seen that, but I, but I, it's, to me, it doesn't mean a lot.
1: No, I dropped Dead Fred. Great film.
3: No, haven't seen it.
1: I recommend I'm actually
3: it. Terrible at films. Like it's astonishing what I haven't seen.
1: It's better to watch TV shows nowadays, isn't it?
3: Yeah, or not. Read. Oh, no, I'm just kidding.
1: Yeah, really you're do. right though. I don't really read. I should. <laughs> I read rock biographies.
3: I don't know what I do. I faff around a lot. Like I don't know bake. I bake. And I uh, bake because I do put I always have TV on because I like sound I don't like can't do like quiet rooms Or I like the market noise
1: who is your ideal man and what would you bake him on this first date
3: have you seen um La La Land no oh interesting oh ryan gosling yeah okay so, so you ryan like blonde gosling, guys but i don't i don't, in normal like if you just google image ryan gosling it's not that it's not too much because in some pictures he's positively odd looking but in la la land i literally went home after that and said and it was all very like, romantic and i was like tim we actually need to break up <laughs> because i need that mm. but anyway so him
1: yeah um, would you bake him That'd be his charisma even though you're not in a it's room something with him
3: about yeah it was just something about
1: women love him
3: him it is it is something about him when he's animated like as i said a still picture of him nothing special it's, it's his animation as
1: an actor i don't think he's a great actor but no, there
3: was just something about it but it is but anyway so maybe him is in that as a jazz musician and i think that we would have a sex cake? Yes, we okay. would have cake made of sex, yes. A carrot
1: cake. Okay. Um, what's the secret to making a great cake? You know, or not the secret. You don't want to give away your secrets, but what's a tip?
3: It's not a secret tip, but you do have to pay attention. It's not like savoury cooking. You can't just chuck it in. You've got to be... You've got to weigh stuff correctly. You know, it is, it is... Everyone says it, but it is a science, baking. You can't... You can chuck stuff in, but... You can't be too whimsical about it and just hope that it'll turn out all right. You've got to pay a little bit of attention and you've got to get to know it, practice, 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 practice. And you
1: have to be disciplined. It's like math.
3: You do actually have to be a bit disciplined. And like, I'm probably a bit of a perfectionist. So that kind of.
1: Are you? Make sure things are
3: level. Try a
1: bit of the cake and then we've got another question. Yeah, and then we're going to do our game.
3: Oh, the game.
1: What, is, um, what does baking do for you? How does it help your life?
3: It relaxes me. Because you have to concentrate on it, like I was just saying, you can't just you can't just be chucking stuff in. And like if I put a program on that I want to watch, oh if God. I'm baking, better, huh? Yeah, good. Yeah. That is the better bit. You need a lot of caramel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's, I find it really, ther- it's my therapy. It relaxes me. Okay. Like if I've had a, like today, is When
1: do you do it? Do you do it on a weeknight?
3: If I, if I, I kind of do it on a weeknight because I, because I might have to do it with something. So tonight I'm going home and I'm making, da, 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 da. Hot cross, hot cross bun brownies. Yeah, I haven't made them before, but they sound nice. And we've got some people raising money for the Sick Children's Trust here on Saturday with their big chocolate tea kickoff sale, and I'm going to donate them. So tonight I'm going to bake on a Thursday night
1: because it's a true gift to give someone something some you bake because you I put your time into it. It's your own personal, it's creative. You yeah, produce something. So I have given little, someone your baby.
3: A little bit of love goes into it, you know. It has to. I don't think you can really bake without love. And that sounds like really.
1: Yeah, that's really shit, Lucy. Like sort baking. it out. <laughs>
3: which I'm not at all actually. But it is nice to share stuff and it's quite nice to give people stuff and see them enjoying it. And also I I share it because actually otherwise I haven't got like, I'm like a Labrador, you know? Like if I had a whole cake at home and I couldn't go out all weekend, I would just eat the whole cake. Okay. Do you
1: ever do that thing where you go gym tomorrow?
3: Yeah, always. Like like I had most
1: fish days. and chips the night before last, and I text Emily, and went to the gym tomorrow, most days. and I didn't go. But
3: the thing is, I'm terrible because then I go to the gym and I'm like, I've been to the gym, I can eat whatever I yeah, want today, yeah, yeah. and it, it, I've never worked hard enough to do that,
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> like ever.
1: This episode is sponsored by Lucy's cookbook, Cakeography, Release and Mister Kipling and Borough Market. Anything
3: else? Kipling does make exceedingly good cakes, but they're not quite as good as
1: mine. Nah, they're rubbish. But here they are with their sponsor, their advert. Friday, Mr. Kipling, a
6: fancy dress party for my nephew, for which I created something rather fancy. My exceedingly delicious French fancies. They match the occasion rather well with their colourful fondant icing and their friddle. And as for the light cake and delicate filling beneath, it must surely have won a prize, had there been any left to judge.
1: Right, thank you, Mr. Kipling. <laughs> now we're going to play a game. All right. What- what's the What's the, um, the What's the Um jingle of this game? I think it's this. That's a bell. That's nice. That's shit. Okay, this game is called Chuck or Mary. So it's all about Chuck Berry and Mary Berry, right? Okay. So I'm gonna read a fact about them and you have to guess which one I it is. Which
3: one it is? I'm yeah. gonna
1: oh. do it as fast as I can.
3: Chuck or Mary?
1: Um, yeah. So, Hi, right. ready, set, go. Berry was the fourth child in a family of six, growing up in an area known as the Ville, an area where many middle-class people lived. Mary or Chuck? Mary. Incorrect, that's Chuck. Barry got married in 1966 say mary or bet or chuck mary <laughs> correct in 1944 berry was arrested for armed robbery and robbing three shops then stealing a car at gunpoint with some friends
3: i mean i think she's got a mischievous streak, but i think i'm gonna go with chuck
1: yeah chuck at 22 berry temporarily moved to france which came as a culture shock berry could not help but cry all the way through a meal consisting of horse meat reminding berry of the pony left behind at home
3: mary <laughs> Uh, is
2: that
1: true? Yeah. By 1950, Berry trained as a beautician at a college of cosmetology founded by Annie Turnbow Malone. Berry was doing well enough to buy a small room brick cottage with a bath. Chuck? That was Chuck. That's a, that's a hard one. Well done. <laughs> so I think you're winning. Have you got any wrong? I'm winning. You got a couple wrong. Yeah, I got the first
3: one. Okay.
1: In the late eighties, Berry bought the Southern Air restaurant. In nineteen ninety, Berry was sued by several women who claimed that Berry had installed a video camera in the bathroom. Berry claimed that he oh shit. <laughs> Which one's that? For
3: me too. I think that's Chuck. Chuck. Oh,
1: yeah. Let me finish it. <laughs> Though Berry's guilt was never proven in court, he opted for a class action settlement with fifty nine women. The journalist Chuck Klosterman has argued that in 300 years Barry will still be remembered as the rock musician who most ca- closely captured the essence of rock and roll. Uh,
4: Chuck? Alright. <laughs>
1: is this any good, this game? This is great. It's I fun. love this game
3: because I'm quite good at it.
1: In September 2014, Barry was the subject of the series Who Do You Think You Are and discovered among Barry's ancestors illeg- illegitimate people, bankruptcy and baking.
3: Oh, it's a Mary.
1: Mary, yeah. John Lennon once said if you tried to give rock and roll another name, you'd call it Chuck Berry, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm doing that as a tribute to Chuck Berry who died. Yeah. Okay, so that's that. Do you like her? I... She's a bit old, isn't she? Come on.
3: I mean, she is what she is. Should be you, right? She Instead. She is what she is. I can only aspire.
1: You should be there with Paul Hollywood.
3: I should, yeah. Absolutely. You like Paul Hollywood? What do you think about that move? I'm not that fussed on Paul Hollywood, actually, but... Uh... I don't
1: watch any of it, but I... Me and Emily sometimes watched um, Paul Hollywood's Pies and Puds.
3: I do. I mean, I like pies and puds, and I like bread. So I've got a lot in common with Paul. But I'm not. You were stuck
1: in a lift with him. What would you say?
3: Okay, filming a city bakes here. Yeah. And I didn't. I didn't run for a selfie. No.
1: Um. I always say that in America he'd be pretty big with the housewives. An English sort of scouse. But wasn't that
3: that the problem though? Didn't he have an affair in America when he went to the.
1: Right, this one. Just because he's got clean fingers and that and has a soft accent, I don't think he might be a baddie.
3: I thought, yeah, I thought his wife like chucked him out when he. I thought because he went over to do a bake off America version. Okay. And I think he had a younger um, model of a co presenter over there and I think he. Yes.
1: Well, he's enjoying his life. The
3: story goes. Okay. Fame and fortune goes to people's heads, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Let's look at the top five Mr. Kipling cakes. Let's just do it and we'll get your opinion on each. Mr. Kipling angel slices. What do you think of that?
3: Nostalgically fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pretty as a picture. These slices always look delicious on any cake stand for afternoon tea. Bramley apple pies.
3: I'd rather not have one of his.
1: All of the things are red, so they're very bad for you. Lots of sugar. Mr. Kipling batter burn cake at number three.
3: I actually, I, I'm going to fight for batten because I'm fighting for marzipan at the moment because so many people don't like marzipan and I feel bad for marzipan.
1: Yeah, you know, I asked Sarah yesterday in preparation for our section, what about marzipan? And she just laughed. It's just a funny word, isn't it?
3: <laughs> Apparently so.
1: Number two, Mr. Kipling French Fancies. Okay,
3: have you done? Uh, not not quite, really. No, no,
1: sorry. Isn't it annoying when people do that? Isn't yeah, that annoying? We aren't done it. Isn't it annoying when people do that? It's
3: like when people take your glass of wine and you've got like a centimetre left. I it doesn't hate matter. That. That, that isn't finished.
1: I hate that. No. Okay, so French Fancies at number two.
3: With I don't get them. I've never no. got them. For me, no. They wait. No. They should no. They shouldn't even be on the top five. No. Do you like cherries? Uh, yes.
1: <laughs> number one is Mr Kipling Cherry Bakewell. I got it wrong.
3: Yeah, I was like, I don't even have... Anything.
1: I've screwed it all up. So number one is the Cherry Bakewell, and you don't get that, right?
3: No, I don't get the French Fancy, the fondant Fancy. Okay. I get the Cherry I get the Cherry Bakewell. Okay. I'd expect that to probably be at the top of his bakes. They're all a
1: bit dry. It's known, isn't it? I mean, it's Easter, right? So this is the oh, timing for cakes. Uh,
3: it's a great time for bakes. Simnel cake, but then again, poor marzipan. Yeah and yeah basically seminal cake over here isn't it hot cross buns
1: great this is so english i love it best bakeries in london what would you recommend
3: uh, um, i've got a list here so yeah go on, run them by you go on, because i took myself on a little east london bakery tour the other day yeah um there's so much disappointing cake even in london and there's a lot of things that are raved about and they're still shit when you actually try them i don't just know how they it is cake hype. i don't know how they get the hype
1: Right, so Maison Berto is number one, you know that? That's
3: one of my biggest regrets to date of living in London so far, that I haven't actually eaten any cake from there. It's like okay. an institution, I haven't been. Soho. Right, well, try it. I know, when I'm kidding. I'll out. go.
1: What area is it in?
3: Soho. All right, well, let's try it. Easy that. to go to. I'll meet you there. Yeah, we should cake. do that. Ms.
1: Cupcake.
3: Oh, yeah, I have been there, actually. Vegan. Brixton. That's all vegan, going back was to Was she vegan. on London Live? I think Today, she was... Probably.
1: That's vegan, okay. Conditor and Cook
3: they actually are pretty good i i did a cake thing around here it's actually really hard to get a piece of cake in bar market okay you can get brownies cheesecakes whatever Coniston cook make quite nice is Some, that here? yeah there's one over the other side of the market okay great they make a nice chocolate hazelnut cake crazy
1: baker
3: i don't know crazy baker
1: Kenzel green uh, Head to the bakery Come cafe Kessel Green. Um, Bay's Cake Boutique in Bloomsbury, St. Paul's and Farringdon.
3: Uh, I've been to the one at St. Paul's and had afternoon tea. Yeah. Inconsistent.
1: Right. Oh, sorry. sorry. Start your business again. Primrose Bakery in Primrose Hill.
3: Uh, well, I went to Primrose Bakery. There's one in Covent Garden. And yeah. I had a gin and tonic cupcake. And at best, I mean, I hate cupcakes I, with a passion. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Why? Oh, they're ridiculous. Not enough cake. Too much frosting. Overly sweet. The cake is usually dry. No, no, it's just sugar. It's I not like your opinion. No, don't really? like it. And from there, I bought a gin and sorry again, primrose. But I bought a gin and tonic cupcake from there a few years ago, and it tasted mildly of lemon at best.
1: So, but what if you have a gin and tonic with a lime? So, that's a juniper-flavoured cake?
3: Well, they hadn't... I've got, put a gin and honey cake in my book, because gin and tonic cakes have been done quite a lot now, so I was like, Does right, it? not doing one of those. Yeah. Are you supposed
1: to drink it you with could. a gin and tonic? You've got
3: recipes. Well, you could. I think that would enhance it.
1: But gin and tonics go better with salty stuff, crisps and nuts, doesn't it?
3: Well, I put can do, yeah. I put juniper berries into my cake. And I do it with honey because I went to a distillery in London and had honey gin and it was great. Yeah? And that inspired that cake. Anyway, that was rubbish.
1: Gin is a very pretentious well, thing in London at the moment. To get
3: alcohol and cake.
1: Right. Well, yeah, do you get pissed while you're cooking?
3: Well, only if you... I mean, you can. I have done drunk baking, but I always burn myself.
1: I don't really care about this. Let's just run through them really quickly. Betty Blythe... I haven't been... Hummingbird cat Bakery. It is what it
3: is, I'm not excited about it.
1: Cutter and Squidge. Yeah, that's a cook- good name.
3: Coo- it's a good name, it's a cookie thing. Haven't had one, probably should. I'm St- gonna
1: save this, let's go to these.
3: St John, I've had a, I've had a donut, they used to be like super famous and still are, sort of, for their donuts. But then of course here now I've got the bread ahead donuts in front of me, all day. Okay they do- you like a donut? Instagram the shit out of Brennerhead Donuts. Okay. It's unbelievable. Uh, the donut, they're very full. They're mostly filling. Which actually, for me, is not too much of a problem. They've got a hot cross bun donut on at the moment. Got any cronuts in here? No cronuts in the market. Proud to say. They haven't
1: taken over in London yet, so you're not into cronuts?
3: Cro- I had a cronut once from Selfridges yeah. that was uh, in a French, You know, from a another bakery, whatever. I can't remember. And it was... It was one of my most disappointing bakery eats ever mm. yeah but i'm not really a pastry person but this is the thing this is what drives me to make my own cakes as well because yeah. most of the time when you buy a baked good you'll be disappointed mm. and it upsets me actually it literally can ruin my day which is okay, you've
1: been such a good guest
3: dramatic but it really upsets
1: me cool so cakeography is the book thank you to Mr Kipling and whoever else I said was a sponsor I had another question of like if this person was a cake who would they be like which cake would they be Theresa May and I don't know about that what cake would Theresa May be oh
4: I
3: don't know her well enough a stale not.
1: old one stale
3: old one Piers Morgan yeah. Donald Trump oh Piers Morgan well they're going to be something quite gaudy aren't they both of them yeah. style no substance I don't know you know they're going to be cupcakes <laughs> I hate cupcakes
1: like they'd be cupcakes orange cupcakes and And you know Do you listen to music While you bake And so what's your favourite song And we'll end with that song
3: Sometimes I've been known to put Like Rihanna on Really Loud Baking Not playing that Maroon 5 Not playing that Baking
1: (laughs) Well let's give you a selection Because I think We just had Cliff Richard So inequality music Yeah Sammy Davis Jr. With Candyman Okay Bob Marley With Stir It Up
3: Oh okay Yeah yeah yeah
1: Song of a Baker By The Small Faces At Home What do you What do you think they're saying right now, what are you saying? Bob Marley. Bob Marley, stir it up. Here it is. Thanks to Lucy. We'll be back in two secs. Bob Marley once um, played a charity football game with Danny Baker. And Danny Baker injured Bob Marley's toe. And then Bob Marley got cancer. And apparently it's was from the toe. And um, Danny Baker has been forever denying that he gave Bob Marley cancer. It's like this weird trivia thing.
3: That is weird trivia.
1: Yeah, I'm full of it. Oh, <laughs> welcome back and um now i'm here with sarah in um Hot, where are we we
5: are in the pizza place in the park in lincoln's Inn fields
1: and i just built beer all over my legs and so now it's 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 not quite going through to the pants yet but you know when things seep through and your hands are sticky so that's happening and sarah is a work colleague and friends for like three years and now she's doing that thing where you just go fuck this and chuck everything up in the yeah, and leave um, so why are you doing
5: that? i just had enough had it you.
1: but it's more like what you want to discover is it than the badness behind you or is it bad?
5: No, it is more I want to discover. I'm just a bit fed up of London. It's just too big and busy and like full on.
1: And small when you spill your drink oh, where you go. You
5: your drink. The tables are very small, so you are more like to spill
1: your drink. You can't have conversations without another conversation going over your arm.
5: I think it's just time for a change.
1: Weird work colleagues that want to do these sorts of things with you.
5: Very strange work colleagues that nearly spill their beer on you, but like yeah. luckily it misses you and goes all over their bag. But you know. They
1: tell you all about their toilet habits when that's not really necessary.
5: But... Yeah, but it was a good preamble to lunch you know hearing about your but then apartment.
1: it may, probably made you think there's going to be smells and stuff but that's not what I'm like I'm quite hygienic and don't
5: worry you're human let's
1: get some questions out no. so oh yeah did we finish that thought so you're going to Mexico
5: Mexico for six weeks then London for four to hang out and just do all the things I've never done in London what's that then like go down the slide the Anish Kapoor slide in the Olympic Park and oh really yeah I okay. want to do that <laughs> and go to Neesden Temple and the Fan Museum in Greenwich
1: all this like is a fashionable, intelligent, smart young woman who wants to go to Neasden. Why? Oh, but you like venues, right?
5: Sorry,
1: yeah. There's a Europe car next to that where I used to hire cars for when I had a really bad job, and um, so I've been there to exchange Toyota automobiles, but I haven't been to Simple.
5: Would you recommend visiting the Europe car, or is that not
1: a sort of? Um, it's quite good banter. It'd be a good podcast. It's like The Office. You're going, "What's going on, lads?" It's like that, you know. Oh yeah, cancelled. Did this, you know. So um, there's that. God, I didn't know that was an actual place. I've only been in traffic there. Yeah, the Neeson Temple. Temple. Are you going to do any baking while you're away then? Because this is supposed to be about cakes, but it could just be about you if you want. Where you want to go and all that stuff.
5: I, do, I might like look at what kind of baking they do in Mexico. My sister's boyfriend had an idea for a book where you just like go around the world and like look at what all the different cakes are. Because cakes are like a deeper thing than just like a sugar hit. They are like they sort of epitomise a culture in a way, and the way they've evolved and they're about celebrations and like well Lucy know, the marriage. other
1: person on this did a, 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 a book called Cakeology
2: did
1: she? yeah and she's talking about that in her section and her main um, dish it's weird that you two haven't met and you're going to be on the same podcast um, her main dish is a pad thai pad thai cake a pad thai
2: cake
5: yeah whoa so, that is
1: uh, crazy cake, it was inspired by her going around the world where oh, she did Europe and it was mainly like Devonshire cakes and stuff like that Then Australia, New Zealand, and then Asia. I'll get you a copy of this book, right? Yeah. And maybe you could collaborate with her if you like her. I don't know.
2: That's
1: a (laughs) bit. That's like an arranged marriage, right? Why not? My dad's always talking about that, so you know. So here's some questions. I've asked them to her as well, and whoever has the better answer, maybe I'll just use their bit. Okay. So, (laughs) what ingredients in the cake? That's rubbish. Oh no! People ask me on my Facebook as well have you ever seduced anyone with a cake <laughs> what's the best cake yeah yeah have you
5: well so i started baking i did a chalet so season Val there when i was 17 and like had to bake a cake six out of seven days a week which was pretty hard when you were basically getting about three hours sleep and you working went to it drunk working in a chalet so i was cooking for like six guests we used to like at the end of the day we'd take the cake to the bars and just, like What's this about? Yeah, I worked in a chalet, a ski season chalet. So it was like- So you've lived life, yeah, right? right? Yeah, man, I've been in Valdas there for so six so months. I've never been skiing. Oh, it's amazing. So we'll the best feeling, and great hangover cure as well, it's FYI. A yeah. To them, okay. Not skiing. the cake. No cake. Less good a hangover cure. Okay. More of a like, get you through the day hangover cure. Cake. Hmm. Skiing. Like just go down the slopes and it's just like, just like washes away. Any broken limbs? No broken limbs to report. Touch me. Any posh
1: um, boyfriends at the ski exchange?
5: Yeah, I did have a posh, a posh guy that the Eton boys who lived in are like. They just basically lots of other people on the season were working. They were just like their parents had just hired them a house and they were just hanging out for six months in Val skiing. So I got quite good at skiing, trying to follow them down the slopes and going off-piste. It was great. Great sex as well. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I also didn't... Uh, what, because they're fit?
1: they got shoulders and stuff? Yeah. They're quite fit.
5: Also, yeah, that's the only time I've ever lied to my mum when I told her that I Ooh, had... Good. You're a good guest. I guess. told her I had Val bug, which is like the sickness bug that you get in Val Dessert. Loads of people get it. But I was supposed to get back to university, but I just didn't. So I went back two weeks later and just stayed out in Val D'Azur. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> told my mum I was sick. He's having a good time. Yeah, exactly. All right, if you could bake with anyone dead
1: or alive, who would like, be?
5: I'm kind of sick of cakes because I did it yesterday. Okay. okay. I have one. Yeah. So, like, if you've ever been to Brighton Pavilion... Yeah. They've got the most amazing kitchen with, like, copper pans everywhere and all this amazing shit, but they have a menu of, like, the crazy cakes they used to make in the 18th century that were, like, cakes with ships. and they had, like, whole kitchens dedicated to, like, chocolate and, like, for rich people, and they made weird jellies that were, like, all
1: decorated. I was meaning if you could bake with anyone, but you said
5: anywhere, but that's... Good. Yeah.
1: Well, who would you bake with, dead or alive? I was
5: going to say the chef of that, but I don't know what their name is. That
1: might be some Pikey from Brighton with a heroin habit. True. What's the mistake a lot of bakers fall into?
5: I don't think they cream their butter and sugar. Mm. The classic error. Although I quite often might. So if the butter and sugar splits, Mm. and then when you're adding the eggs, and it goes all like, sort of like cat sick, that's like, oh no, it's a little bit fucked. But I quite often do that, and it's still fine. Yeah. I think I've just got the magic. And what's the best cake you've ever made? Uh, My skull cake for my best friend's birthday. Okay. It was like a skull with studs, and it was glittery and black. Okay. It was great. So
1: you're more gothic and daring with your cakes, it sounds like.
5: Yeah. I'm not into... Well, I quite like natural cakes, but I'd rather just like... I think I more maybe prefer sculpture than cakes. I actually don't like making cakes. Right. I'm just going to put it out there on the cake podcast. it's quite
1: boring, It's just technical and dull. And what music do you listen to while you're doing it?
5: Mm, I quite often listen to podcasts, actually. It's American Life or TED Talks. You know, just getting really deep about life. What's your favourite song at the moment? Uh, One of the new XX ones. Okay. Hold On or something.
6: another interlude. The first interlude had really great reviews. Um, the one we did in um, Children's Firehouse, Emily. So maybe in every episode there'll be an interlude with you. What do you think? Okay. So here we are <clears throat> in Premier in High
2: Wycombe. 100% sleep guarantee.
6: I did have a good night's sleep but I decided to I put a heater on, I don't remember why I did this, and put it to 25 degrees Celsius, or, yeah, is that Fahrenheit? No, Celsius. Then woke up sweating, and the pillow was wet from my head. Anyway, it's an interlude to say, Sarah requested the XX, yeah. and I listened to the music, and I didn't like it.
2: Right.
6: And I'm not in the business of pretending. And then we came up with a plan that instead we are going to play In Excess.
3: yeah. That's funny, <laughs> come on. It is
6: funny, <laughs> but I thought, if we don't announce it, it looks like I've just... Maybe that is funnier, to just be like... Just play yeah, in excess. That, you have
3: to say something. Like <laughs> new it. sensation. <laughs>
6: it's
3: a new sensation. It does have a good intro.
6: Because this is a party. Yeah. This isn't... You know, I know that everyone is on the phones and worried about things, and they're using the music to lift them out of that... Or, help them think what could my life be but really when it comes to the Bev with Stev
3: podcasts, <laughs> it's a party is that how you're going to slowly start introducing the new name is to just start referring yeah. to that
6: yeah because yeah. I did at the beginning of the show with Lucy from Barry Market. what you
2: said welcome back to a Bev with Stev
6: no I so said this is a big announcement oh okay I don't I did want to play the XX did you yeah I tried I listened to it I oh no it's not going to fit it doesn't even fit Sarah, in my opinion.
4: Why? What fits Sarah?
6: P J yeah. Harvey or something, or like Fiona Apple.
4: In excess. In excess. <laughs> <laughs> well
3: maybe she just maybe it was a stutter, maybe she meant to say. Well it's it, what
6: she's listening to. But it's gonna change Sarah. In in Mexico. I don't think she's gonna listen to the XX.
3: Do you think she's just gonna be listening to the In
6: excess the and
3: music of love?
6: Yeah i mean i like what she's doing because it's what i did right
4: yeah it is yeah.
6: she's prioritizing love
4: you want I think. a wife search
6: well so here we go anything else Emily? Um, so i don't have my wife's encouragement about changing the name of the podcast do it if
3: this is what you want to do then do
6: it yeah so here's the next s That's see cool. you in a bit
1: like thin forks okay so we're back and now we're gonna go to the phones we've got three people on the line for Sarah and here's the first caller hello Hi, Sarah, I was just wondering whether you like a flake on your cake. It was Tina from Essex. So, yeah, Tina says, do you like flakes on your cake? Yeah, it sounds like a euphemism. It sounds like she's just rhyming things and not very serious about the show. A
5: poet. Maybe she's a maybe she's a poet in her other life. You know, that's her calling. I like flaking an ice cream. I like flaking an ice cream. It's a bit weird by itself. I, da- I have put it on a cake once when I was trying to make fake soil. Okay. It's a great double for fake soil because yeah. it crumbles so easily. Do you like flakes? Yeah, I do, like I do like a Flake. I do like a Flake. Favorite chocolate. What is a Twirl? Dime bar.
1: So now, I don't know who this next caller is, but welcome to the show.
2: Hi, Sarah. Um, I was just wondering
5: whether you thought that a Jaffa cake was a cake or a biscuit that's a big question I feel honoured to be asked that people debate about this I think in life on the internet that's life right I'm quite a simple guy
1: and I think that if it's called a cake it is a cake
5: but then that's
1: exactly what it says in the tin.
5: I think it is a cake because it's got a sponge but then you have it when you want a biscuit so like if you're going by your craving then you're not craving a cake when you were japhrogate you're craving a biscuit right
1: I think the big Jaffa cakes that come in shops that are actually cakes, they are cakes, and then maybe those other ones are biscuits technically speaking. You know in life we can get caught up in the questions and what the answers are to some questions like this and I think that's one of the problems. So sometimes the question is the problem, not the answer. I couldn't have put it better myself. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying there? Why am I so blah 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 blah? They're not good questions, right? No. You know like the question of, um, do I need a poo? No. or you were like is this lipstick any good you know that question's
5: rubbish that question's unhelpful but then i think but then the the, the jaffa cake question It really is so well it gets you thinking i think it's quite good to live your life by questions rather than expecting answers yes so if you're always questioning things it like challenges you to do other things or think about things different ways
1: what was the question that made you leave your job and want to go around the world and move to mexico
5: what am i doing with my life
1: why did you think that?
5: Uh, because I got ill last year, yeah. some sort of like fatigue. So did I. Yeah. Stress. Stress. I don't know what it was, did but did you get shingles under the arms? I got shingles. Yeah. And I also got some other like weird virus things, so which knocked me out for two weeks. So I was just a bit like, after that, I was a bit like, fuck this. I and kind of. How's seventeen going? How's seventeen going? You've made a big decision. Yeah. I have. Steve, I'm I'm not seventeen, but. What happened when you were 17?
1: We need another hour.
5: I was doing a ski season.
1: And oh that's when you that's when you did all that
5: that's when I did all that and then I did that is there any the did you yeah me and eight schoolmates posh school it was eight of us on a boat she managed to get off with this guy called Troy who it turns out it was on the Jamaica no the, wait the play team of like one of the Caribbean islands cool. who she like was having sex with so the whole boat was like rocking and wow running. he then got out of the cabin with nothing but a towel a, like like little like Bottle of tanning oil, probably loop. Did You see his Chad. Yeah, yeah. It's and then he did a back Maybe. dive off the boat and just like swam off to the island. We're like, I was like meanwhile, oh, I already I was lived, off- says
1: you've already lived.
5: Meanwhile, I was getting off the Mormon. <laughs> wow,
1: you resisted a Mormon. The Mormons they do have sex though, right? They just don't drink or smoke or.
5: Uh, a lady never tells, Steve.
1: Well, you just said... Oh, you got off with him. So they kiss. Well, how do they re- procreate or recreate? I
5: think they do definitely have sex.
1: Why didn't you end up with this moment? I don't
5: know, It was just a fling. It was just a one-night thing. So many great
1: flings. I think you're really doing great. Right, so I've got some questions about bacon, and then that's it. They're from my Facebook. Um, so let me talk about the people that have asked the question, actually. That's interesting. So we've got Mike Mulhalan which I don't know how to say his name because he's known as Banjo Mike so he's a guy that plays in the pub I used to work in in New York and he's an amazing banjo player and he always used to wear hats and I think he's taken off his hats now so he's known as Banjo Mike he always wore a beanie and blah 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 but anyway he said to you not knowing who it's to man or woman or animal or whatever he said how do you keep them buns so tight
5: oh damn which buns can you clarify which buns he's referring to
1: which ones do you want talk about. <laughs> The question does it's one of those questions that doesn't need an answer right doesn't Need an
5: answer. okay
1: ben joseph who's also a musician uh, from alabama but lives in london and he's playing at my night short farm folk in june or our night what's the easiest cake to bake it's a bit boring ben
5: yogurt cake okay that's so what's, what's in that that is a pot of yogurt three pots of flour one pot of oil one pot of sugar and some baking powder you're fucking good at baking so, uh, boom 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 that's why you're convincing make- you're selling me on it well that's what i used to make when i was half cut so i'd go to Bed at five wake up at six have to make them breakfast and then make a cake so i'd be just like how many how many things are I? oh god i need to be sick so this one's pretty foolproof
1: okay christopher mcbride what's the history of the battenberg cake are you gonna know that I that's skip sorry chris Don't um watch bake Off, babe. Dominic Wilbring, another New Yorker. Is it better to bake cookies or cakes? That's
5: another question without an answer. It depends what
1: you like. Shout out, New York. And congratulations, Dominic, on your new baby. I saw that the other day. Then we got Che Collins. Are Jaffa Cakes Really Caked? We've already answered that. Che, you've got loads of questions. That's big um, Which cakes, Victorian, lemon drizzle, fruit, chocolate, are the most suitable, from a taste perspective, to bake with cannabis? Okay. <laughs> You've got to go brownies, really. Okay. Thanks, Jay. (laughs) So you're going to go to Mexico.
5: What are you going to do when you get there? Is there a plan? What city first? Uh, I'm going to do a surf yoga week with a lady that I met in London who does this every year. Surf yoga? Yeah.
1: So is that yoga on the board or is is it on yoga in the water? I hope so.
5: I'm hoping to achieve a headstand on a surfboard whilst also surfing a wave i think that's achievable in a week right i mean i've never surfed before but surely it can't. it's fucking hard surfing yeah but i mean and i'm a very balanced guy i'm a libra oh that's what i was thinking i'm balanced but yeah and then i'm going to oaxaca and i'm gonna just hang out see if i meet maybe meet maybe go on like a frida carlo tour or like go and check out some architecture by louis barrigan just sort of
1: i you're interested in stuff. Okay, so then you're going to move to Edinburgh? Is that right? Or yeah. you don't know? Yeah, maybe to Edinburgh. Sarah's actually Scottish. You wouldn't realise that. Yeah. Tell me about your Scottish vibes.
5: Why don't you know I'm Scottish, Steve? Because <laughs> such a
1: strong accent. I can only say one thing in Scottish, and that's, you can I do that. You can't do that.
5: Chicken. Uh, My dad's actually born in Perth. Oh, nice. I'm
1: Scottish. I've said before we're probably cousins, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Half Irish, half Scottish. We probably
5: are. <laughs> to stress yeah right so it's
1: over we got a final song actually let's play tootie fruity by little richard to end a rock and roll tune thanks to sarah we're live in holborn it's good memento for me and you but i'm gonna say in your life actually i might hassle you i'm gonna come to edinburgh okay so here's little richard <laughs>
0: I got a girl named Sue She knows just what to do I got a girl named Sue She knows just what to do She rock to the east She rock to the west But she's the girl that I love what you do to me do the
2: fool
0: Knows how to love me, yes indeed. Why you don't know what you do to me? To the food, oh, Rudy. to the booty, oh, Rudy. to the booty, oh root, to the boot, oh root, to the booty, oh my bumble my blah bamboo. It's
2: just a love Steph.